This podcast was brought to you by Pastor Brian Calstrip and Fellowship Church. For more information, visit thefellowship.church. You guys ready to receive from the Lord today? Amen. Well, let's pray and then we'll get into it. Father, we just come before you today and we just thank you so much for your word in our lives. We know, Lord, that your word is what changes us. It changes us from the inside out. And so, Father, we just ask you to help us to see that what we need to see. And uh, we'll give you all the honor and the glory and the praise, Father God, for changing us and making us the people that you want us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, a couple, uh, a couple weeks ago, we were uh, praying. We pray uh, every week. We pray for you guys, and we pray for the church, and we pray for uh, just the things that come up. And uh, a couple weeks ago, we were praying, and, and the, the word stronger came up in my spirit and as we were praying. And so I just decided that uh, we'd spend some time looking at what the word of God has to say about being stronger. Do you know that the, that the Lord wants you to be strong? How many of you guys are strong? Okay, well, I got 25% of you. The, we will work on the, the, the other 75% of you. But no, the Lord wants us to be strong. And I know that there are times in life where, where we maybe, maybe we don't feel strong, but the word of God is very, very clear when it comes to our lives that regardless of how we feel, regardless of what it looks like, God wants us to be strong. You guys know what Ephesians six twelve says. It says to be strong in the Lord Lord and in the power of his might. I kind of like what the message version says. It says that, that God is strong and he wants us to be strong. And so we see here that, that God, he, he desires that we are strong. He wants us to be strong. He wants us to be strong in our life. He wants us to be strong in spirit. He wants us to be, you know, uh, strengthened by his might. Why? So that we can live in what it is that Jesus came to die for. He, he wants us to live a life so that, that as, as husbands and as, as dads, we can be strong and we can influence and be a good example to those that are around us and, and in our homes, to moms and to mothers and to wives. They, the, he wants them to be strong so that they can influence and, and, and live and, and marriages can be strong and families can be strong. Because the thing is, guys, is that it, it's, it's sequential. It's sequential. When, when I uh, uh, look to the Lord for my strength and I walk in the strength that he has designed for me to walk in, what happens is, is that my marriage is then influenced. Then my family is in, then influenced. Then the church is influenced. And so we grow in strength. And so that's really kind of the concept behind what it is that we're talking about when we talk about being stronger and that he wants us to be stronger. And so he wants us to be stronger in our thinking. He wants us to be strong in our mental health, our self-confidence, our heart, our believing, our attitude, our outlook, our purpose, and our calling. And so we're just going to look at some key areas uh, in the next few weeks that help, helps us to see what he talks about and what he encourages and admonishes us as believers to be strong. The areas, you know, where, what are the areas that cause us to be weak? What are the areas that... that that will influence us in a negative way where we're not strong. And, we're, and so we're gonna spend some time just looking at our part and we're gonna spend some time looking at his part and just uh, endeavor to grow stronger in, in our lives and in our walk. You know, he never called us to stop 
growing. Did you know that? He, he, you know, it doesn't matter how long that you have served the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, you need to be taking steps in, in growing stronger. We see in the life of Abraham and, and Paul and different ones, you know, if you look uh, throughout the Bible, it, they talked about the fact that, that they grew in strength. They grew in, in being stronger in their faith. And the same thing is true for us as believers that he wants us to grow stronger and stronger and stronger. And so it's up to us to to know what the word of God has to say about these things so that we can live in what it is that he's called us to. Amen. And so we know that Ephesians 6, uh, 6, 12 says to be strong in the Lord. And many of you guys know this verse too, that it's, it's found in Philippians 4, 13. And it says uh, uh, in the amplified ver- version, or like I like to say it, the ladies version, because it's much more, many more adjectives, right? As for all us men, it just helps us bring it home, right? Uh, whatever, I could be in trouble for that one. <laughs> Philippians 4.13 in the Amplified Bible says that I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I like it. what it goes on to say is that say that I am ready for anything. How many of you guys feel ready for anything? Okay, some of us. Some of us feel ready for anything. Some of us don't feel ready for anything. But the word says, I am ready for anything. I am equal to anything uh, through him who infuses strength into me. Did you guys get that? He infuses strength into you. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Do you have strength today? That's the question that I have for you. You don't have to answer it. Maybe you don't feel like you have strength. Uh, uh, but you, you may think, well, I am strong in this area of my life. I, I, I do really, really well right here, right here, and right here. Maybe, you know, in my job and in my marriage, I, I've got that going on. But in this area of my life, I, I, I struggle. I'm kind of weak. And I, I recognize it. I know it. And, 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 and I need to work on that. Maybe, as, as we said here before, Maybe you don't feel strong at all. Maybe you, uh, you know, have a hard time and you, you are weak in maybe controlling your emotions or controlling your anger. Uh, maybe you have a, a hard time keeping a good attitude, driving to work. Anybody in here ever had a, had a you know, when it comes to driving? Or, or I could take it a step further. If you have small children and you have to drive long distances, sometimes you can be weak. And you're not strong in controlling your anger and your emotions and the words that come out of your mouth, right? So, so we, we all find ourselves in different places where we are strong in some areas and maybe weak in other areas. Uh, uh, but, but what I like about this is, is that it says that he infuses you with strength. Do you know that? So in those moments when you, when you feel weak, In those moments when you are tempted to yell at the dog for what it is that he did in the house or yell at your child in the car, he is there if you will allow him to infuse you with strength. Did you know that? When I thought about that, when I read that word infuse, that that word, it just kind of stuck out to to me. And and, and this is what I thought of. When I was young, my dad took me to Casey's a lot and bought me donuts, man. And I thought of a jelly donut because a jelly donut was my favorite donut. How many of you guys like jelly donuts? 
Right. And so a jelly donut, now, they've really gone downhill since, since you know, in the last 10 to 15 years, right? I mean, we, sometimes we'll go to Krispy Kreme, and, and it's like they get smaller and smaller and smaller, right? But, but the point is, is that these donuts are infused, right? Someone with love and care and consideration takes a device, I don't really know, and they infuse the donut with jelly. Now, I would eat this right now, but I'm not gonna, I'm gonna save it for later because I have, actually I bought a whole box of them, a whole box of infused jelly donuts. Dad's gonna eat it. (laughs) But the thing is, is that, did I lose you guys? You guys are, all you guys are thinking about now is donuts, right? (laughs) Doggone it. I actually was gonna call Rusty Hunter because there's this place in in, uh, Shenandoah called Donut Stop and I was gonna see if he could pick up like a whole, like 200 of them and just have everybody get an infused jelly donut on their way out of the sanctuary. That would have been awesome. (laughs) But no, you know, just as somebody infused this donut with jelly, which is just goodness, right? Sweet, tasty goodness. Like the ones at Krispy Kreme, it's like kind of a raspberry. It's got a little bit of texture to it. It's like, you guys, you guys are just, you, get, you guys aren't as excited about this infused donut as I am, are you? <laughs> but the point is, is that as, as funny as that is, the same thing is true for us as believers. We have been infused with strength. The same power, we talked about this last week, the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. Did you know that? The same power is inside of you, just like that jelly donut, the red stuff that Pastor Mike is gonna eat here in a little bit and it's gonna be on his, that that same power is inside of you to strengthen you and to, to encourage you and to help you to get through what it is that you need to get through, the thing that you're facing, whatever it is, the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of you. And so it's a matter of realizing that you have been infused with strength. You've been infused with power. It's not your own strength. It's not your own ability. It's not your own you know, ability to come up with the idea of how you're going to work through the situation that you face or solve the situation that you face in your own strength. No, he's given you the strength. He'll give you the wisdom. He'll give you the guidance. And not only that, we'll see that he's going to help work on your behalf and continue to infuse you with strength through whatever it is that you're going through. And so we need to understand that we have been infused with strength by him. He wants us strong. He wants our marriages strong. He wants our our walk with God. God strong. And, 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 and I know that, the, that when we face these circumstances, sometimes we, the, the, the predominant thought is, I can't do this. Or, or the predominant thought that comes to us is, is, I could never do this. Or how could this ever work out? Or how can this change? We've all been there when it comes to things that we face, things that we're up against, those, those comments that kind of, you know, uh, tick through our mind, maybe on a continual basis. But, but the reality of it is is that if we'll get a hold of what it is that God has said in his word the promise to us uh, that that maybe it's just a a realization of the power that dwells on the inside of us he can help us and he can move whatever it is that we are up against Paul said I have strength for all things the same thing is true for you you have strength 
for all things, all things in Christ. It's, it's, it's not our strength, it's not our own power, it's not our own ability, it's not our talent, it's not our skill, it is his strength. And because of his strength, we're ready for anything, we're equal to anything, and he continues to infuse us with the strength that we need as we go through life. And so today I just want to look, the, the, kind of the takeaway point is, is that, that we are stronger when we think right and obey. We're stronger when we think right and obey. And so I want to look today... Uh, many of you guys remember Gideon in the Bible. And, uh, you know, we're going to look at Judges. So if you brought your Bible or you want to turn your device on, you can go over to Judges 6. And, uh, but I want to give you a little, a little just history behind what it is that's taking place before what it is that we're getting ready to look at. And that is, you know, the children of Israel had been uh, uh, brought into Canaan or the promised land, right? They, they, they made this long journey and they made it to this place. But what happened was is, is that they lost their spiritual commitment and their motivation. And, and what unfortunately ha happened was is because of sin, they kind of entered into a dark uh, time in history. It says in Judges 17, 6, and this kind of stuck out to me, and that was is that they did whatever it is that seemed right. And so, so the spiritual commitment that they had where, where they really looked to the Lord, what happened was is that they didn't really have good leadership and so they began to do what seemed right in their own life. I think that that's a great example for each and every one of us. It's very practical that, that even in these times, we too, can do, if we are doing what seems right in our own eyes, and, and it's not based upon the word of God, we're going to move from that place of, of being strong in the Lord to being weak. We're going to move to a place where it's dark. We're going to move to a place where we're, where we're in bondage. And, and we see that in, in uh, Israel. They became captives, um, and, and, and what was really sad was is that they, they were worshiping other gods, and they got to this place where the... the um, the Midianites were just, they came in and they were just like running over all of the things that were going on. Like their, their fields, these Midianites would bring all their camels and all their livestock and all their herds and they would just come in and destroy their life and, and leave them really with nothing. And, and they'd rob them and just take advantage of them and just, it was just, it was not a good place in time for them. They didn't feel safe and, and, and uh, um, they, they kind of just tried to, keep their own way and intermingle and do their thing with, with the Midianites. And what's really amazing about it was is that the Midianites actually, uh, prior to this, uh, they were really close to having them killed off, the Israelite children, because they, the, the Lord had helped them in a previous battle, but they didn't finish what they, what they started. And so here, the Midianites kind of came back into their lives and, and, and began to overrun them. And so that's really where we pick up this story, because they were, they were just in a, in a dire place. And so they cried out to God and, and uh, God's, God heard their cry and he sent a man named Gideon. And, and what, we, what we see in Gideon's life was a transformation from a man who believed that he was weak and couldn't do anything to a man who was strong in the Lord and he was mightily used by God. And so I just wanna look at, at this progression or this transformation that takes place in Gideon's life because I believe that we can, we can get some great principles when it comes to living a strong life based on what we think and how we obey. And we see first here in Judges 6, 11, it says, 
that the angel of the Lord appeared to him and he said, listen to this. This is what the angel of the Lord said to Gideon. He said, God is with you, O mighty warrior. Can you believe that? And what's really amazing about it is, is that Gideon was actually hiding. He was, he, was, he was kind of in the same place as everybody else. He was fearing for his life, and he was hiding in this building, and, and he was just trying to sift off some wheat so that he could eat and take care of himself. And so he's hiding in this little shed, working on supper, and God comes in and says, listen, you are a mighty warrior. And listen to what Gideon says, because this is helpful. I I think this is helpful for us as believers in our walk and in what it is that we think and how it is that we think. He said, he said, um, God is with us. Uh, uh, Why is God, uh, I'm sorry, Gideon replied, with me, my master, if God is with us, then why has all of these things happened to us? Why are all uh, of, where are all the miracle wonders that our parents and our grandparents told us about? Did God deliver us from Egypt? And the fact is, this is still Gideon, the fact is, is that God has nothing to do with us. And so what we see here is, is, you know, as I kind of think about this, the children of Israel kind of went in their own way and they were doing their own thing. And I really think that what Gideon was saying here is kind of a snapshot picture of how people believed in this moment and in this time. They're asking, why has this happened? They're saying, where have you been, God? And then they actually, they went to this conclusion that God really was nowhere to be found in their lives. And so we see really, you know, like the Bible says that out of, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so we see that, that, that Gideon is basically verbalizing what everybody around them felt. And, 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 but, but yet in the midst of that, even in his doubt, even in his lack of belief, even in, in his questioning of God, God still called him a mighty warrior. And he still calls you and I a mighty warrior. No matter what we're facing, no matter what we think about it, he says that we are a mighty warrior. And so number one in your notes is, is that thinking determines believing. You know, Proverbs 23, seven, and you guys know this, it says that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. However we are thinking, day in and day out, is what it is that we are going to become. How, you know, in, in, in Proverbs 23, 7, it's actually talking about, uh, uh, it's talking about a stingy person and a person who thinks a lot about how much things cost. And what ends up happening is, is that as you think in your heart, oh, this costs too much, I can't do this, you become that person. You know, it, it, it could be said too this way that, If you think that you can't do something, you won't. Uh, If you think about how much you fail, you're going to continue to fail. If you think about how hard life is, life will continue to be hard. Uh, If you think though, if God, how God provides for you, if you remind yourself of, of his provision in the past, he'll continue to provide. If you think about all of the times that he's been faithful in your life, he will be faithful. But, but you know, if you're thinking about how you've been wronged, bitterness, and resentment are going to reign in your life. It's just, the Bible is just very clear that however you're thinking, that is how your life will follow. And so it's just imperative that we are thinking correctly. 
Because just like Gideon, he, you know, it was a progression. He thought about it, he thought about it some more. He, he thought about his friends, he thought about his family, he thought about the people down the street and how they got taken, taken advantage of by the Midianites. And so he, he was thinking and meditating and looking at what it was that was happening around him. And he came to this conclusion that God is not a part of what's going on. God does not care. And so we can see that his thinking affected his believing. And the same thing is true in our lives. It's it's no different. We are no different than Gideon in our lives and in our walk with God. If we are thinking as the world thinks, and if we're going down that, 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 that road in our thinking, we're gonna come to conclusions that are completely wrong. We're gonna ask those same questions that Gideon asked. Why has this happened to me? Anybody in here ever asked that question? I know I have. Why is this happening, Lord? Where are you at? I've been praying. Where are you at, Lord? You know, but, but we have to arrest ourselves and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. My, my thinking's not right. And if I continue down this road, I'm gonna believe things that are not true. And so, so it's just imperative. So what do we do? We have to wash and renew our mind with the word. You guys know that. Uh, but in your notes, the, the one thing that, that God told Gideon to do was to start in the strength you have. Look what it says in verse 14. Then the Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength that you have. Right after he got done complaining, right after he said, why is this happening? Right after he said, where are you, Lord? And right after he said, you are nowhere to be found, God said to him, go in the strength that you have. We have to start. We, you know, we have to realize, Lord, I, you know, I'm, I'm not thinking right and I'm not believing right, but I'm going to begin to take some steps and I'm going to look at your word. I'm going to wash uh, 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 my mind with the word of God and, and do what it is that I know I need to do so that I can, I can clear up my thinking and clear up my believing. But listen to what, what he said, Gideon's response. I actually kind of chuckled out loud a couple different times when I was reading this story because he's like, you know, he, first he calls him a mighty warrior. Now he's saying, hey, listen, just go in the strength that you have and listen to what Gideon's response was. He says, but Lord, Gideon replied, how, how can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh and I am the least. So here he is, man, just making more excuses. Where are you at? Why has this happened? Now he's like, listen, I, God, I know you said I'm strong. I know that you said I could, should just go in my own strength. But what did he say? He said, man, I'm, I, we're the weakest tribe. I am the runt of the family. You really think that I can do what it is that you're telling me I can do? And God is just like, I'm just, it just shows you the mercy of our heavenly father towards us as believers, right? That just in in our weakness and in our time of, of doubt and unbelief, man, God just, he wants to breathe life into us. He wants to help us. He wants to encourage us. He still believes that there's strength and power. He still wants to infuse us with the power of God, but he just has to work with us to get us to get there. And so, you know, what excuses are you making? You don't have to answer that out loud. I know some of you want to, or maybe your wife wants to answer that for you, or her husband wants to answer that for you. I don't know. But what excuses are you making? Because the next point in our notes is, is that you can't make excuses. You know, if you want to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, you cannot make excuses. Because I, I, when I think about really just the children of Israel and, and where they were at 
It was just like this cycle in their lives where it's just like they continued to, to get their eyes off of God and then they lived in their own strength and they did their own thing and they followed their own ways and then they sin and they get away from God and they begin to complain and they begin to make excuses and then what they do? They turn back to God and God delivered them, you know, but, but it was this cycle. And so the same thing is true in our lives. If we continue to make excuses, it's just going to be a cycle. And, and, and God won't be able to bring us to new places if we are making excuses. It goes on to say in verse 16 that the Lord said to him, I'll be with you. I will destroy the Midianites. So even in these excuses, even in this unbelief, God said, listen, I am with you and I'm going to destroy the Midianites as you are fighting against one, uh, as, if you're, uh, as if they're fighting against one man. And so we need to know that God is at work in our situation. He's at work in our life. And, and, and he, he's at work. You have to know that. It may not look like it on the outside, but that's, that's what we have to be conf- convinced of in our heart that it's like, Lord, I'm trusting you and I'm believing that you're going to help me. You're going to continue to work. You're working behind the scenes in the situation that I'm dealing with because he is. You know, God was at work. You know, one of the first assignments, actually, we're not gonna spend some, a bunch of time looking at it, but it was really an assignment I believe God used to just see what Gideon was made of. We know that he was, wasn't believing real well, but, 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 you know, when I was thinking about today, this, this idea of obedience is huge in, in being stronger. And because what he did is, is that God asked Gideon, he said, listen, all of your people are, they've set up this God and they've set up uh, Baal and they're worshiping him. I, what I want you to do is I want you to go and I want you to tear that thing down and I want you to set up an altar to God. And, and, and Gideon, because he didn't really, wasn't quite there yet, didn't believe in himself, he did it at night. He went in and he tore down the bale. I mean, so he was kind of afraid and just fearful, not sure. Because what you got to realize is, is that all of his friends and his family who were, who were the children of Israel, right, they had begun to believe and worship Baal. They had turned their back on God. And so his family and friends were worshiping Baal and they were worshiping, you know, this, this altar that had been set up for them and and that was against God and he was getting ready to tear it down. And so what he was doing was, was very, very serious. It wasn't just that he was tearing down this altar. He was getting ready to tear down something that his, his family and friends and the people that had turned their back on God were worshiping. And so it was serious. But, but he did it at night, but he obeyed. And really that's the point is, is that he obeyed in that assignment. And, and what, it, what goes on to say in Judges 6.34, it says that the spirit of the Lord clothed Gideon with power. And I really think that that kind of goes back to the last point that we, that we made was is that we have to start where we're at. What, what has he asked you to do? You know, if he's asked you to do something, you need to, you need to in your mind, think about what he told you to do and start there. And that's really what, what he asked Gideon to do is start with the strength that you have. And so, so he did that and he took down the altar and he tore down the altar and, and people got mad and, and his dad stood up for him. But but the thing is, is that, that the strength that God clothed him with, I believe, was a result of his obedience. 
If he wouldn't have started somewhere, if he wouldn't have begun to take the steps, I don't think that that, that infusing, or in this case, the, the, the uh, as we see here, closed with the power, you know, like a coat, like we need a coat today. You'd put on a coat. God's power came on him as a result of the obedience. And so he's working with him on his thinking and believing, but I believe that, that, that Gideon was a man whose heart was to obey God. He may not have had it all right, but man, he loved God. He cared about what it was that God wanted to do, and he did. He took the steps that God was instructing him to do. And in, in, in our eyes, we may say, well, I had a big chicken. He didn't do it. He didn't do it in the middle of the day. Well, you know what? He did it. He did it in the strength that he had, and, and God's strength will come on us. And so, um, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you because he, he is, is, not only has he infused you with the same power that raised Christ from the dead, but he's, he's bringing his strength on you. And that leads us to number three, and that is that obedience releases his strength. Obedience releases his strength in your and my life. Judges 7, 2 says that the Lord said to Gideon, you have too many warriors with you. And if you, let all, uh, if you let all of you fight the Midianites, the Israelites will boast to me that they, that they save themselves by their own strength. You know, what's amazing to, the, to me in this is, is that, you know, he, he, he obeyed with the altar. He tore it down. And then we fast forward to this point where, where basically they had thousands of people they had thousands of people that, that came to Gideon and, and they were going to uh, uh, take over the Midianites and, and, and fight them. But God said, you got too many. And so what they did was he said, you got you to gotta thin this crowd out. You got to thin them down. And so, you know, I, I mean, if I were on the crew, I'd be like, hey, listen, man, the more the better, right? I, it, we, we want all we could get. But God's like, no, 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 no. I don't want you to look at this battle and do it in your own strength. I don't want you to do it in the strength of 20,000 men. No, you're going to take them down to the creek and you're going to see which ones drink out of their hand the right way. And, he, and God thinned that crowd of thousands of men down to 300. But it was the obedience that Gideon, Gideon's like, okay, Lord, and so they did that, he did, and, and he didn't question it. He just followed what it was that God said, and as a result, the obedience released the strength. And so we have to trust in his strength and not our own ability. And I think that a lot of times is, is that we get the, we get the ball rolling, we, we, we turn to him, we look at him, we, we are strengthened by him, we realize that, and, then, and, the, and the ball gets to rolling and things are going good, and we kind of turn off and veer off and think, oh, I'm doing pretty good, you know? And we, we start going down this road where we're not, we're not, you know, feeding ourselves, feeding on the word, growing in our strength in him and reminding ourselves that it is not my ability, it is his ability in my life. And so we have to, we have to trust in him, just as Gideon did as, as he thinned that group down to 300 men that says that I am trusting you to give me the victory. And that's what we need to do in our lives with God is, is say, I'm trusting you to give me the victory. Look what it goes on to say here in, in verse uh, uh, nine, Judges seven, verse nine. It says that that night the Lord said, get up, go down into the Midianite camp, for I have given you the victory over them. Now, now what's really amazing about this is, is that 
God's saying, listen, you know, prior to this, Gideon was still just like he had, he had gotten the group of 300 guys, but he was still not completely convinced. And God said, listen, if you go down there, I'm gonna help, I'm gonna help you. And so he obeyed again. He, he took his, armor, his uh, armor bearer and they went down there and they're listening to the enemy talk about what it was that was going on. And as a result, it, it came off inside of Gideon. He's like, the, the, own, the enemy said, God has given Gideon the victory. And when he heard that, it just, it just exploded inside of him and all the doubt, all of the, the unbelief that was in him, it, 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 just, it just dissolved and it went away. And the same thing is true in our lives that as we continue to look to his word, as we continue to look to his promises, as we continue to go and step in the strength that he's given to us, and say, man, Lord, I'm, I'm stepping out. I, I don't feel strong, but I know that it's not in how I feel. I walk by faith and not by sight. I walk by the, the faith that I know that you are there to infuse me. You're there to close me, clothe me. The same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of me. And so I'm just going to take steps. I'm going to obey. I'm going to, to walk it out. I'm going to uh, obey what it is that you tell me to do. If I need to make an adjustment here, if I need to repent, if I need to go to that person and say that I'm sorry, I'm going to do what I know I need to do in the strength that you've given me. And I'm going to trust and believe that as I take those steps, you're gonna be at work in the background. You're gonna work out that situation. You're gonna work out that family situation. You're gonna, you're gonna be there in the work situation that I've got going on. And, and you're gonna help me in this time. You're gonna grace me with your power. And he absolutely, he absolutely will. Look what it goes on to say here. It says, I've given you the victory. But, but if you're afraid to go attack, go down to the camp with your servant Para and listen to what the Midianites are saying. You will be greatly encouraged and then you will be eager to attack. And so Gideon took his, his uh, armor bearer down. They went down to the edge of the enemy camp. And, and it looked ominous because what you have to realize is, is that they're sneaking down into an area where there are thousands. It said that there were so many camels, it was like the sand on the seashore. There was a lot of, a lot of enemies, a lot of camels, a lot of stuff. And when I think about that, I think about sneaking down there, I think about our own lives where it's like there's, there's a lot of stuff that it looks ominous. It looks like we could never do this. It looks like how could this ever happen? How could we get the victory in this circumstance? But, but God was saying, listen, go down and, and, and you'll, you'll get your encouragement. And, and the same thing is true for us is that it may look ominous. It may look like there's no way that this could change or, or that we could ever win this battle. But the same thing is true in Gideon's life is that he, he just took a step. He went in the strength that he had. He's like, and I'm, I still kind of question this, but I'm gonna go down there because the Lord said, if I go down there, I'll, I'll get the encouragement that I need. And so we too need to be doing the same thing in order to be stronger. If you're, if you're at a place where your thinking isn't right and your believing isn't right, you just need to make a determination just like Gideon that I'm just gonna start. I'm gonna, each and every day, I'm gonna go to the word and I'm gonna renew my mind every single day because if I don't renew my mind I'm going to conform to to the way that everybody else around the the world thinks that's what happened to Gideon his his thinking conformed to the 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 thinking of all of the other children of Israel and the same thing is true for us as believers if we're not going to the word 
And, and I, I'll take it a step further. If we're not turning off some of the things that are feeding our life, it, we, if, if we're spending more time watching the news and looking at social media and all of the things that are out there, talk, radio, we are going to, we're going to make ourselves weaker. Absolutely gonna make ourselves weaker. Well, but I need to know what's going on. No, you really don't. Because what, what's really going on is, is the word of God. That's what you need to look at. Because, because if, you need, if, you, if you live with that idea, I really need to know what's going on, what, what happens is, is that you're feeding yourself and you're conforming to the way the world thinks. You're conforming to the way the world lives. And you are becoming not stronger, but you're becoming weaker. And you look no different, you act no different, you talk no different than the world that is around you. And so as believers, we have to just say, no, man, I'm going to go to the word every single day. I'm going to feed myself. I'm going to wash my mind. I'm going to renew my thinking. The, the, you know, if there's certain areas that in your life where you are weak in your thinking, you need to get the word of God. You need to get a scripture or two scriptures and put them on a, on a sticky note and stick them on a mirror, stick them on your desk, stick them on your dash to remind you that, that no, I'm not going to think that way. I'm going to change the way that I'm thinking and I'm going to renew my thinking when it comes to that issue in my life because God strengthened me and I want to overcome this and God wants me to overcome this and and he's given me the strength to do it he's going to continue to to help me he's going to work in the background but I got to do my part because number four is this when you face when whatever you're facing is no match for his strength it's no match it's not, you know, Gideon had to come to that place, but he, he came to that place when he's, when he's sitting there listening to the enemy say that God had given him the victory. He realized, man, this whole crew, all of these people, all of these, these, uh, these enemies, Midianites, they're no, they're no match for God. And if you read the rest of the story, I mean, like, I'm thinking, you know, like some army movie like Rambo or, you know, like AK-47s, lots of tanks, lots of helicopters, you know, just heavy artillery, right? No, man, it was like clay pots and bullhorns. That's how they, that's how he overcame, you know? So like, obviously it was not in Gideon's own strength. It was not in the 300 men. It was in God's strength. And man, it's so funny because God will just use the craziest things to overcome a situation or a problem in our lives, if we'll just believe. It's like, Lord, I, I don't know if, if it comes down to a ram's horn and a clay pot and I gotta break them and do, do what it is they did. If that's what he tells you to do, do it. Because he will absolutely dissolve and, and make that issue go away in your life if you'll just begin to trust him. And, and, and take the step of obedience, square up your thinking, and, and he will, he'll move you each and every day from a, from a place of weakness. If you find, that yourself, find yourself weak right now, he will move you each and every day. You just have to take that step closer and closer and closer. And each and every day, man, he'll just infuse you like that donut with strength. Yes, I'm getting stronger. Yes, I'm getting stronger. Yes, I'm getting stronger. But you gotta look to his word because it's through his word that that is how the infusion comes. You can't just lay on the couch with the remote in your control in your hand. He's not gonna infuse you, right, with, with that. I know you guys have lazy boys or whatever it is, your most comfortable couch, and if you just, I'm just gonna lay before the Lord. No, you're not gonna lay before the Lord. You're gonna, you're gonna sleep. 
You gotta, you gotta get up and you gotta get the word of God. You have to get in a place where you can say, Lord, I want you to infuse me with the power that I need to live a strong life so that I can be all that you've called me to be, so that I can be the dad and the mom, the husband and the wife, so that I can be the leader, so I can be the boss, so I can be the employee that you've called me to be, and he will. It's, it's, and it's not gonna happen overnight. We saw that in Gideon's life. It was a process. And so obedience each and every day will bring us to that place where we are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen. Amen. Well, let's just, uh, let's just stand up because I want to do something just a bit different here today. You know, if you're that person and you don't feel strong, listen, we are family in the house of God. There is no shame in being in a place where you're up against the circumstances, stance, or you got a problem in your life, or you feel weak. Listen, we are a family, and, and we have been called to agree together with one another. And so what I want to do today is if you're that person, if, and if you have something in your life where you, are, you feel weak or you uh, have a circumstance, I want you to raise your hand. And, and just say, that's me. Is there anybody in here? Just raise your hand right now. Is there anybody? Come on, be bold. Yeah, there you go. Okay, listen, keep your hand up. And here's what we're going to do. Listen, we are the body of Christ and members. And, and Jesus told us to agree, to agree with one another. So what I want you to do is I want you to find somebody that has their hand up. And together, we're going to agree with these people concerning what it is that's going on. I'm going to pray a general prayer. And so just go and find somebody right now. And if you're close enough, you can kind of put your hand on their shoulder. Uh, but, but, but we are believers. And as believers, we can pray and we can agree and we can ask that, that God will strengthen these people, strengthen these individuals in their life. And you know what's amazing about this guy is, is that it's not just in this house. It's not just right now. When you guys are out walking and doing what it is that you could do, you, you guys can do this in your home. You can do it at the grocery store. You can do it at the gas station. This is a exercise in what it is that God has called us as believers to do. Amen. So let's just pray. Father, we just come before you uh, today. We thank you, Father God, for these people that, 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 Father, they don't feel strong. But, Father God, your word tells us that they have been made strong, that they have been made strong, that they are infused with the power of God. The same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in each and every one of them. And so today, Father God, as believers, we are doing what it is that Jesus instructed us to do, and we are agreeing with those, and we know, Father God, that as we agree with these people, Father God, that it will be done right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, for victory. We thank you, Father God, for strengthening them with might by your spirit and their inward man, Father God. And I just thank you, Lord, that they are encouraged by the fact that they are strong in the Lord, Father. We thank you that you're working in their circumstance. We thank you that you're working in their job. You're working in their marriage. You're working in their relationship. Relationships, Father God. And we thank you, Father, for just a great testimony of your goodness and your mercy and your power in their lives in Jesus' name. And we just thank you, Father, for it today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, Jesus. We just thank you, Father, for, for touching these lives, touching these people. And so, uh, you know, we're going to take a moment here 
And we're going to uh, sing, but before we do that, why don't you guys just be seated because I wanna make sure that, that everybody's right with God because really right now and in, in the decision, it's the most important thing we do. And if you're here today and you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or maybe you uh, are far from God, today is the day. And so with every head bowed and every eye closed, just you know, uh, as you uh, look to the Lord, if you're that person and you need to get right with God, with your uplifted hand, say, that's me, Brian, I need you to pray with me. Is there anybody in here, anybody at all, or you have not received him as your Lord and Savior? If you're that person, I see, I see the one, you can put your hand down, awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Is there anybody else? I see that hand, awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, I got two. Anybody else that, need, that needs to get right with their Heavenly Father or, or come into right relationship with him, today is the day. Thank you, Jesus. Well, hey, let's, let's pray with these two. Pray this, pray, Father, I choose to believe in Jesus. I believe that he is your son. And I believe that you raised him from the dead I, and to give me new life. So according to your word, I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth be the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and forgiving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, hey, listen, if you were one of those people that, that, uh, that made a decision today, well, we have a group uh, uh, of prayer team workers and they have uh, information that they can help you, give you. If you wanna come down during uh, this last song that we're singing, you're welcome to do that. You can come through the front or, or along the back, or if you're not comfortable with that, you can come after service when we dismiss. Just go right down there, they'll be there. They'll have all the information you know, that you would need, whether it be for rededication or salvation, amen? So uh, let's just stand and, and worship God here as we close out our service and uh, worship him.